<laughs> everybody. Bam. Yeah, sorry we're late. We were just watching some uh, Irish road bowling. <laughs> and uh, they've got a live match going on over in Ireland right now. So It is one of the most terrifying sports <laughs> I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> it's crazy. literally, it's just a cannonball that they throw down the road. Think yeah. about if it was coming at you out of a cannon. No. <laughs> I'd rather not. That guy throws it as fast as a cannon. He literally runs and spins his arm like he's trying to do a friggin' windmill and flings that sucker. That thing's yeah. flying. Yeah, he's moving too. These people are maybe 12 foot apart. Yeah. If you're lucky. What's the chances he doesn't trip and just ugh, and hammers you with that thing? I wonder how many Irish road bowling deaths there have been. I mean, the, the game has been going on since, I want to say, the 1600s. I don't know, man. Something like that. I don't know. It, it just seems like uh, if I was an insurance company, I would not cover your injuries if you got hurt <laughs> while watching Irish bowling because it's that dangerous. <laughs> be like, We don't cover being dumb. <laughs> you should like you should not be that close to somebody throwing a steel ball. There's probably like certain liabilities that I don't want to take. Wait, so, so you're telling me you got hit by a cannonball, sir? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm afraid that's not on your policy. <laughs> oh, shit. yeah, you, you should have got the 1700s package, not the 2000s. <laughs> oh, crap. we don't cover musket wounds or cannonballs. So Stay on here. I'll I'll post the link later for the Irish road bowling, oh, so you can all I'll go it's check terrifying. that out. It's pretty crazy. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger legs, join in the call. Learn something new about the Cuca Trail. Upstate New York, every episode of Tap. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. Two ounces. All right. Well, and we're back live, live, live from Penyan. I'll tell you what it's. I got in here right before, like it was starting to drip a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you called me and said you were going to be running late, and uh, not this late. If everyone's watching, not this we, late. We got, no, we we were, got stuck on some videos. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching some YouTube videos, but we were watching the the Irish road bowling, and then we got talking about. Um, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's golf swing. <laughs> that thing is ugly. That is the ugliest. If you've never seen Charles Barkley swing a golf club, just YouTube Charles Barkley golf swing. How do you come down with such force to, uh, and then try to, like, I don't understand, like, where that would even come from. He's just, I mean, he's a professional I, athlete. He's when you, so strong. When you see people hitch, like, I don't know how much golf you've played in your life. A lot of golf. Um. But a lot of people have a hitch, especially people that don't have very good hip movement and, you know, and they're not good at doing the swing. I mean, I, I'm sure I have a hitch that I don't notice, but dude, that is like ugh, to like, hold all that up. Yeah. That has to strain. Think about oh, it. Yeah. Cause you're coming, like, it looks like he's coming in hot. Do you think it hurts? I don't know. You know, you know what the problem is? It's like anything else. When you, when you think too much about it, it's like. Think about it. If any pressure situation you've ever been in, it's like the more you put on it. Like my favorites to think about uh, 
like a race. Like when you're trying to race to do something. I remember like I was in what is it, tech in high school, you know, like how you do tech class or whatever. And I've ran a screw gun my entire life. Uh-huh. Like my dad's a contractor. Yeah. And the tech teacher like goes, Hey, I bet you I can use a what is that? Like those hand crank uh, drills. Yeah. Faster than you can use a drill and drill eight <laughs> eight holes. And I was like, no way. Like, oh yeah. Those things are crazy. No the, way. It, was yeah. it one of the spring loaded ones? I can't remember. Where you just like you push down on it and it fucking no, he rotates. Was holding it hand crank. Have you seen those ones? No. They've got them where it just like I don't know, it just auto rotates. It's cool. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. He did it by hand. And I was like, I started like like I thought I was going so fast, but I wasn't because I was like shaking. You know what I mean? Like when you think you got to go really fast and you're just like shaking because you're trying to move. And I had to start with the drill out of the gun and everything. So the bit, so like, yeah. and I'm like, and I just was not. And it's funny. He beat me. And I was like, dude, that's a really bad look. And then after it, there was no pressure, I did it. And he timed me. I did it like so quick. It was like, you know, it's just funny. A little bit of pressure will, uh, it's amazing. It's the, like the ones that make it to the highest levels of everything, whether it's sports, business, anything. It's just it's not necessarily the people who are the strongest or the fastest or the smartest. It's just the people who um, can perform in pressure. I'm sure that. Yeah, it that just like if, if you if you just can relax and do the thing. Every everything that like every single thing that is a pressure scenario, people that can just relax and focus on the thing that they're doing rather than like trying to, you know, get anxious about it. They're the ones that Kobe Bryant, you think that he was like, he could He's pretty cool. slow down time. You yeah, know what I'm cool. saying? Like Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. We said at the same time. It's just like, <laughs> and it is. Cause if you've ever watched Michael Jordan play, you're like, just seems like he's playing at one speed and everyone else is playing at yeah. a different speed. But even same, like same thing. Elon Musk. Right. You know, um, who's the, what's the Jerry Mitchellek? You imagine being able to like slam a piece of iron six, like 12 times, whatever, like six times in 2.7 seconds or whatever it is. Just like pop, 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 pop. No, I'd miss. Because he just, yeah, but he doesn't worry about that. He just goes pop, 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 pop. He yeah. knows that he can do it. He doesn't worry about it. Crazy to think about. Yeah. Hey, Jamie. Thanks. Thanks for you and Ginny coming up yesterday. Distillery is nice. To the see you Yankee guys. screwdriver is that is that the spring loaded one, Jamie? Scott and Michelle. Hello to the Grays. They're I think they're on the road. On the road again. On the road. We went out for a uh, little wine tour yesterday. Is that where you came up with the uh, absinthe? That's where I yeah I picked it up from Carlton. We stopped at Crooked Tusker, and he said Jesse was asking for a bottle of absinthe, so he signed it up with me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Jamie says that is the that's the cool thing. Yankee screwdriver. Yankee Let's screwdriver. See. Jamie would know, man. I feel like I feel like that's his did, style uh, of knowledge, man. Did Bob Vila use one of those in the Yankee workshop? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> see, see this thing. So that is. So Jamie was right. Yeah. Yankee screwdriver. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's like uh, I want to be able to just mute. 
This guy's going to use... Okay. He's, he's wearing an L.L. Bean hat. You know he knows Yankee screwdrivers. Bag. What? <laughs> Look at What? You ever seen anything like that? What? Yeah. Like, why does it work so easy? Cause see how it's it's got that. Uh, it looks it looks easier than a drill. What yeah, is that? totally. You just go. Shoot. Oh no! No okay. wonder. Yeah, I would beat your ass with it. You know, you like, would beat anybody. Oh, of, oh, it's not even. He's not even drilling. Yeah, right? but think about using one of those versus using a like anything else. Wonder if he does. Oh, here we go. He's gonna use it for real. Put in a, a screw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you probably beat it. You probably beat it with screw gun now, but the, I'm sure at one point that was like serious dude, do, innovation, do, do, do. and dude. it's in. Yeah, a, a, a guy that really knows how to use a screw gun would beat it. But back then, can you imagine? I mean, that was probably pretty sweet. Totally, yeah. I I would use one today. That's pretty sweet. I gotta um, get some. No, I don't. <laughs> but someday, when I've got my own garage, then I'll have one. Yeah. I'll use it to build a. I don't know, you don't use screws in a canoe, do you? I wouldn't. No, Probably it sounds like it. a bad idea. You think you use a lot of finishing nails in a canoe? Yeah. No. What kind? You think you're using like big nails? Rivets, maybe. I mostly like glue and epoxy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. And then they, yeah, they cover it with canvas or Kevlar, or whatever. Wow. Hanging doors with them. Hmm. To drill out for the lock sets. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So wow. Jamie's got all the experience with it. Sounds like I bet your dad's used them. I don't know. I, I Maybe. I'm sure. I don't know. If Jamie Jamie and my dad got to be around the same age. I don't want to so. call Jamie and your dad old timers. <laughs> but I want to say that probably like all the like all the old time guys. Like not... Like just the guys that I, that used to do the stuff the way that it's not done anymore. Yeah. Like that did it the original way. I remember when I was younger, we were using a nail gun to put shingles down and the nail gun stopped working. And my dad's like, Go get me a handful of nails. And like I was like, You're gonna you're gonna do this with a hammer. Bam. Bam. Just as quick just like Bam. Yeah. Just like it, it was nothing. It's got the little uh like the little nail holder on it for the roofing nails, right? No, no, not not he, this one. But yeah, no, he just was like, no just shit. like where you put the gun. And I was like watching him do it. And something that, again, I don't think we'd ever need to learn. But the way he would, he'd put a bunch in his hand. Yeah. And he'd just flip it between a finger. And like, and like he'd be turning in his hand. And I met, and I was just thinking the whole time when I was young, I was like, that's just like years, <laughs> yeah. years of experience. That yeah. you, can't, you can't just gain that without, like no one knows how to do it. You have to learn. You know, it's so funny to watch. You figure out little, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, do it. I'm sure it's like everything else. You do it a thousand times, so you find, oh, this way works really good. Yeah. I'm sure every once in a while you slam your, your finger here and there, and you're like, oh, well, keep going. So. I wonder. Yeah. yeah. The, Man, I've smashed The older generation is a lot harder than, than our generation. They are. They're like men-wise, especially, I would say, are a lot harder. I don't know. When it comes to women, maybe I, I don't spend much time doing like working with them, but working with a man in his fifties and then working with younger guys, it's like it's really hard to not to have a fifty-year-old man not come into work. 
it's true with good work ethic like yeah you can't like they'll get hurt well and most kids would take like three or four days off these guys are yeah. like no nah, i gotta go to work i'll be there tomorrow in the morning it's like but again that's like anything where you just don't make it to 50 or 60 unless like you can focus on it kind of deal right yeah. like the guys who are those like there were probably just as many soft guys back then and they just got weeded out right they're not know? doing that kind of it's like work. you go yeah. run it like my favorite distance for this to explain it is like a 10k you go to any 10k and there will be a guy that's like 70 years old that will be like he'll beat the pants off of most of the young guys yeah. and it's like you're 70 i'm 20 why can you beat me like I should be like you're supposed to be deteriorating. It's like, yeah, well, you're not still running a 10k at 70 years old unless you're good at it, right? You know, yeah, yeah, newbie. I'm sure, I'm sure that is too. But just like I said, I professionally, professionalized. I haven't worked with many wo- women, like you know, in any job. Yeah, but I'm sure there's a, a lot to it. You know, I don't know, newbie. How many, <clears throat> how many 60 year old women have you seen give childbirth? <laughs> Homemaking too. I I wonder. I wonder if I would like to get a a female's take on being able to like back then was being able to stay home with your children and cook and clean and do and like keep the house compared to having a professional career now. Like, what what's more enjoyable? What is harder? What what would you rather do? That would be it'd be interesting. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Most of them that I've talked to, I think they like the ability to get out of the house. I would think, yeah, and and do something. But you know, sometimes it like look at what the childcare costs are. So I mean, sometimes it just makes more sense to not to have to have somebody stay home. My mom was a stay at home mom, and I mean, it was like a job. I'll, she was always doing something. You know, yeah. it was just like she took it serious, like a job, and. <laughs> And it's pretty crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Home life's harder. It, I mean, again, I... I, I think no psychologically, clue, so. I just couldn't do it, you know? Like, I couldn't do... I think that's why a lot of times you see those same uh, people get involved with, like, PTAs and, like, volunteers. Like, they, oh, okay, they yeah. have to do something to, because... Because your like, family I'd sucks. Go, I'd go crazy. Well, I always thought I'd my mom crazy. would drown us. I, I like there was a couple times it was like <laughs> she might be like that lady that drives her kids in the lake like because I we used to drive her pretty nuts. So. Yeah. The problem was is I don't think she knew where to take us to the lake to really do it. So right. So we life. We had a pond, but that was filthy. So yeah. One of the things I I'll never forget my mom was like if I remember when my dad was sick, you know, he could be sick. Not for the whole day because he was running his own company, so he had to. But my mom, when she was sick, she still had to take care of all of us. Right, like that. There's no like breaks because because you nothing. couldn't take care of yourself. I mean, not when you not when you have like a two year old little brother and a and a five year old sister, and then I'm like an eight or nine. Like you know, it's just like, I mean, maybe I I'd be fine, but like, what are you gonna do a two year old? You like, give them you give them Cheerios, liquor, liquor, probably. <laughs> That's what I do, you know, but. Oh, give him some wild turkey. Yeah, but uh, in case I ever run for president, we better get off this issue because they'll say I was probably 
saying something. Yeah, wrong. but you were eight. So, hey, speaking of which, I saw an article this morning about that. Um, you ever heard of White Boy Rick? Yeah, he's freaking awesome. Yeah. What? Well, so the deal is, right? What do you know about White Boy Rick? The movie. I didn't see the movie. Okay. I didn't see any of that. I read an article about him today. I've heard about him. Okay. I read an article today. He's suing. Uh, I want to say the FBI and the Detroit Police Department for a hundred million dollars. Okay. Um, he spent over thirty-two years in jail, in prison, um, for stuff that he says that they basically set him up to do. Like he says he was working for them, and he knew it. Oh, uh, I mean, a lot of people have that case. Think about the real Rick Ross. Oh my God, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like Not how the many rapper people Rick Ross the real Rick Ross? How how many people? Yeah, it's like all these guys named Rick. All these. <laughs> That <clears throat> basically were given drugs by the FBI and by like police departments, Detroit police department in this case, and told, hey, like, go sell this or go buy this or like, and then we're going to use you to put all these guys in jail. And then, by the way, you're going to spend fr- and they did that to him when he was 14 years old, by the way. He started when he was 14 years old. And that's crazy. They and by the time he was seventeen, he was in prison. You know when you, I remember when you grow up, there was there was always a couple things you could guarantee. Your dad was a superhero. He was like toughest guy in the world. Like he could do anything. And police, and people in higher power were honest, hardworking, trustworthy people. Yeah. And I remember points in my life. Where you always like, whoa, that's not like, I'll never forget my dad one time, like asking him, like, we were supposed to do this invention in school. And I like this crazy invention. And I don't know, I was like 10 or 12. I don't know. And I'm telling the teacher about it. And the teacher's like, your dad can do them. I'm like, yeah, like dad can do anything. Like, I'll never forget. Like I, I swore to God, he could do anything. And uh, like, I go home and I show it to him. He's like, I can't do this. Like, I can't build this. And, I, and I'll never forget, like, at that moment, I was like, oh, shit. You know, my, my dad really can't do anything. You know, it's just like, and I'll, it's just one of those things, like, I'll, you'll never forget because you're just like, this is a truth. Right. right. Like, it, you hold it very, very high. And uh, it's almost a belief. Yeah. And know? then, you know, there's a the thing. And then I remember my first story with a cop that lied, like, right. to me over, lied and, like, purposely lied to me and to try and get me in trouble just because he made a mistake and i'll never forget being like oh shit like cops don't not all cops are good you know and it's just like you know like all these beliefs you hold and then anyways to get back to like you know like people in power like yeah they screw a lot of people over like you can't don't trust anyone you know it's just like one of those things and that's one of those truths like and then you start you get older and you start reading these stories about white boy rick rick ross and how the government and the FBI are giving these guys drugs and guns. Yeah. And it's just like it's crazy to think about. You want to yeah. know where the drugs and guns come from? Yeah, it, it, you it's just, pretty crazy. Like, so just think like how these are just the stories that we know about. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there's I mean, and you should we should have known because there's certain things you don't get taught. Like I never remember really being told that the government were giving African-Americans syphilis. And the Tuskegee, yeah, yeah, Tuskegee experiment. 
and well, then and not only just not curing not, them and yeah, and yeah. intentionally and even yeah, after they so. had a proven cure, continued to not cure them. Yeah, there's just certain things that they leave out, you know, and just like so you get like this false trust and like, no, it's the government. Like they're good. Like they wouldn't do that, right? It's like, no, they would. They have. And it's just what we know. Like, just, what, what don't we know? Yeah, so. there's so much out there that it's a bit, and then you look at then there's people who want more government involvement in different things and it's like no no just i mean and you think it's a good idea but look at in practice what's happened every time that we've gotten the government involved with things yeah every time hey you're you're a big uh, you know you always say government's not good uh tim asked you a question phil i don't know if you <laughs> hey tim yeah no i met i met uh will scott yesterday this is funny as shit man not to like change the no, topic this okay. is funny as shit so we went into cider creek and i made some comment about canisteo so that's where you know the original location for cider creek is and this guy asks me if i like if i'm from there i said oh yeah yeah i'm from there and i start talking to him and tell him my name 30 minutes later, we're at uh, Crooked Tusker, and I get a text from my mom, and it's a photo of the guy that I was talking to at Cider Creek sitting on a boat. And I'm like, oh, yeah, is that that's uh, Bill Scott? And she says, do you know who this is? And I said, oh, it's Bill Scott. She goes, oh, yeah, uh, I'm on a boat with him right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's like, pretty cool. What were the odds of that? Yeah. I don't know, a bunch of them went out, so that's kind of interesting. That is cool. That's a fun story. Like, how, what, are, what were the odds? Slim. <laughs> <laughs> Very slim. <clears throat> oh, man. Bizarre. Super bizarre. Yeah. Anyways, back to corrupt governments. Um, yeah, so. I don't... People, th like, people think that I think all government's bad. That's not true. I don't think that. I think that what we need is less. You know, I think we just need we need at least a few people. You see how the government they talk, you know, you talk about the climate change and they call it like a hockey stick, like mm -hmm. it's shooting up faster. It's like that's the exact same thing that's happening with the government. Like it accelerates faster every year. It gets bigger faster. Right. It gets bigger at a bigger rate under both Democrats and Republicans. We just need somebody to just like, not saying let's abolish the government or anything. I'm just saying somebody that actually wants to at least follow the constitution, somebody who at least wants to like slow it down a little bit and say, hold on. Like we don't need to make a law for everything. We don't need, you know, like to regulate every single detail of everything. And by the way, the people writing the regulations are the corporations you say the corporations control the government and then you want more government regulations to control the corporations. It's like people don't see the flaw in that. No. Yeah. There's a big flaw. You know, have you ever tried to, uh, we get caught up in calling people, the government, the police, the military, the like, just to sit and think like they're people. They are. They're just regular. They're people. They're regular people. They they're are. just have a higher power position. And on the street, when you walk down the street, how many people do you see that you're like, 
I want that person to have total control of my life. They're capable. Never, never. That and you know that's there's the nobody that can make decisions for my life yeah, better. Than that's me. why, like, we always think of people as like, like some like they're like they're above us in some way, and it's like there's no way. No. There's no way. I've met the best people I've met in my life have like let me down before. They're not. No one's perfect. You know these these are just regular people. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's just. It's when you when you really think back to like, hey, the government, and it's like no, they're not the government. Everyone has their own. Everyone has their own agenda, and everyone can say they don't, but they do. Everyone has different things that make them happy, right? That they want to pursue, you know. And it's like my agenda. I've got an good. agenda. I'll admit it. My agenda is just to give you back a little bit of your own autonomy. You know, just your your own agency. But there's a reason you want to do it. Cuz I think it's right. Which makes you it makes you feel good to to think about that, to for people to So it's like everyone just like has like these <laughs> their motives, right? It's like what what makes you happy? What what gives you a reason to wake up? Yeah. So, yeah. that's it. You know, everyone has their has their most some people it's power. Some people like power. For some me, people like having have, being back. able to do this. Like I yep. worked with people like that yep. in corrections. Yep. The corrections officers I worked with, 30 to, well, well, let's not even go high, 25 to 30% of them belonged in jail more <laughs> than the people that were in there. Promise you. Yeah. Not good people. Sad. The other 70% were the coolest dudes I've ever met in my life that worked in there. It's just like, but it, like anything else, there's just shitty ass people. Right. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, yeah. Every field, it's not. It's not any specific thing. Every field has people that aren't aren't there for the best reasons. Yeah. So when it comes to politics, why aren't we getting a... We should... If you want to be a politician, we should get the inside look. I want to see how you interact with your family. I want to see how you are as a person daily. I want to see you on for an hour-long conversation. I don't want to see snippets with commercials and little debates like... Like who who is this person? You know what I mean? It's like we don't know. We get those stupid little campaigns, those little ads. It's like, yeah, I do this, vote for me. It's like right. Yeah, you know, I'm not entirely sure that I, I agree with that all the way. I I don't as far as like that being the most important thing that I think about, I'm more worried about what you I'm less worried about what like if you're an asshole and more worried about what policies you're going to put into place. Cause I know a lot of really nice people that I think are great people that I think would put in the most terrible policies I've ever heard of. Like they love, some of them just love these policies that I'm like, Oh yeah, that's uh, atrocious. Um, <laughs> you're a really nice person. We can talk all day, <clears throat> but I don't like what they want to do. That makes sense. Yeah. And, <clears throat> but once you rather have a, what I'd rather have a good, a good intention person, I'll, position. I think most people, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. What I'll say is what I want. And this becomes especially important when you look at the executive positions for some reason. But when you look at the executive positions, but every position, what I want is for their power to be reined in to where it's limited enough that it doesn't really matter that much 
if they're uh, a nice person, you know, like if you look at, you look at, um, look at the last three presidents, look at Biden, Trump, Obama, out of those three, most people in the United States aboard at least one of them. Each of those presidents grew the power of the presidency. If instead of like when your guy gets in trying to grow the power of the presidency, if you just said, look, the president should only really have as much power as it says in the Constitution, then it really like you wouldn't have to lose your mind that your guy didn't get elected. Right. You know, like just make it so that we're not putting so much into one person. Like that was the point of the like, that's the point of having a president instead of a monarch is that they're not supposed to be all powerful. Yeah. And if you just like, if, if Trump didn't have like the amount of power he had, and if Obama didn't, if Bush didn't have the amount of power, if none of them had the amount of power they had and then growed it and grew it and grew it, it really like, you wouldn't have to, people wouldn't have to freak out so much when they like, they wouldn't have to have their mind blown when Hillary Clinton didn't beat Trump, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, and then we did, but I thought for a while when Trump got in, I thought the president had more power than he actually does. He got checked a lot more than, than I ever sure. thought he would have. Yeah. You know, I was like, Oh God, like this could get really interesting. And then any of the interesting stuff you've seen was like, get like just checked, you know, a lot of times but he just got yeah. checked because he was doing more. Right. You know, I'm just saying I, but, and, I couldn't believe how much he was able to get checked. So yeah. there is some, you know, they did build in some things where you can really pull on the reins and pull sure. people back. But it's, there's, it's really hard, though. You see, did you see how hard it was? Like they'd have to go to the Supreme Court. The, this have, whole packing seats. Now, that to me is like that's a power I never knew they had. I didn't know you could just pack the to add positions yeah, to the Supreme Court Yeah, that you could pack. Like in your favor, that, that seems wrong. That just they doesn't talk, even seem right. They so. talked about that under uh, Franklin Roosevelt. And like he really was think he was planning to do it. And they said, yeah, no, like they, they decided not to, but he was planning on having, I think want to say double the size of the Supreme court so that they wouldn't be able to check all the stuff like the new deal stuff and whatever else. I mean, he did a lot. He was president for 16 years. Yeah. So it's crazy to think that these guys in power aren't even afraid to lose their, to lose their people anymore because it's always like they protect each other. Well, even, even, even if they're on the other side, they protect but each even, other. Even no, I'm talking about the, they're better than the us. commoners. Let's call us like the regular people, uh-huh. people that aren't in, you'll see somebody put in an outrageous policy, both sides. I've seen it. And I, you know, you're like, Holy shit. Like he's, people are going to be pissed and they're, they aren't. No, they're like, oh, well, he's still better than Yay so, for my so. tribe. Yeah, he's still, yeah. they're still better. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but, well, at but least this isn't not. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, I don't care if they're still better. At least he's not orange. Like, I, I read this thing on Facebook and they were talking about, uh, like, Biden versus Trump. And the one person's comment, I, I can't ever get it out when I think of Biden. He goes, well, Biden may be a little creepy and he may have like a child fetish, but at least he's not Trump. And I go, that's, that's your line. Like that, that's your line. 
like Trump is that evil. Yep. That somebody that may have a child fetish, but and I'm not saying he does. That this was just something I read. I mean that, but that person in their mind, they that's how they justified yeah. it. And Pe- it's like people just become blind when when it gets to their tribe sometimes. And then you get then you really start going back to like, why did everyone drink the Kool Aid? Why did everyone follow Manson? Why did Hitler take it? And it's like, this is why. Because people accept. Yeah. They'll accept things as long as it, I, I don't know. Like, what is it? Is it tribal? Is that what it is? Because it, you're, it's totally. your team. Yeah. It's your side. It's my yeah. chief. You think about, so like most of the stuff that the Democrats and Republicans are doing now, they're not based. They used to be a little bit more based on principle. And now it's based on what they think will get traction with the 24-hour news cycle. They'll they'll pick something and they'll say, okay, well, this. And then the chief of the tribe, Biden, Trump, I don't know, whoever. Name like, it. Yeah. like they'll find somebody who's going to be their leader on some issue. And whatever they go with, everybody listens and waits for to figure out, you know, what their position is supposed to be. And then they just, they're like, yeah, well, we're. Republicans, so uh, we all want this thing, whatever it is, uh, and it's whatever you know. It, it's I, frustrating. I love being able to have a conversation with somebody that you know, you know their political party, you know, like who they back, and I love when they will be honest. Like, right. there's nothing. To, there's no better. I don't know what the word is. What I like about somebody's character more than somebody being able to say like, yeah, I feel this way, but that was wrong. Like, that's not, that's not what I want to see like my president do for like, or my political party do. And I mean, I tried to be that way. There was lots of things that Donald Trump did. I was like, that was stupid as shit. You know? I mean, it just like, you're just like, wow. Yeah. And like, then there's so many people like, yeah, like, oh, and it's like, no, no, yeah. that's not what we want. You know, it's not, that's not at all. It's that like, think back to, you know, Obama. I mean, there was I, a lot of times I was like, oh, you know, I think that's pretty good. There was a lot of things he did. I was like, I think it's good. And then it started getting to Obamacare, the money going back to Iran, you know, stuff like this. And it's just like, and a lot of that, I was like, we should there, of course, the Obamacare didn't matter, but the money back to Iran, I thought for sure a lot more people were going to be concerned on on both sides. Why didn't the Obamacare matter? Because that their side really liked the like universal health care kind of the idea. You know what I mean? Like the Democrats. Oh, you mean whether the Democrats would like it? Yeah, got it. Yeah, because that's yeah. kind of more into their you know what they feel. But sure. Like the whole Iran. Like we should all probably get together on terrorists are bad, and and countries like Iran who fund terrorism and, yeah. and aren't, yeah. aren't good. Like, let's all just, let's all stop doing what we're doing and all say right now, ISIS is bad. Iran giving money and guns to ISIS is bad. And we should, I think, can't we all be on the same side? You remember when Trump ordered the killing of that, uh, the high ranking general that was helping ISIS? Soleimani. Soleimani. Yeah. I remember reading things on the internet on Facebook from the other side that were like, like I, I couldn't believe it. And then you watch these podcasts with the Navy seals and some of the guys in the military that have podcasts. And they're like, this guy's bad. Yeah. He like orders the rape of young boys and girls, the yeah. murders of innocent families. He's like, 
they he needed to go. And these people were like honoring him. That like, was a were, scary like, situation for a lot in of peace, reasons. Solomon. Those, those are there. yeah. He he should certainly he's certainly a bad person. That's crazy. They're, it's it's more complicated. Those issues are always more complicated than they're presented, though. You know, and I'm not saying that anything right. about whether or not that was the right decision, but we did. I mean, we killed him in Iran. Right. No, I mean, was it was and, it the best oof. peaceful? Like, is that the right way to like keep things okay? Yeah. No. But are you gonna put RIP next to a guy who's murdered? Right. Ordered the killing of yeah, millions yeah. of people. They, what, That'd be like somebody saying rest in peace, Hitler. Like, right. oh good, you know, I can't believe they do that to him when it's like, well There's some yeah, he was a bad, bad, bad dude. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I sometimes I just wish I could un- be in someone else's head and understand like what they're thinking. Like, I don't know. I don't know why people, there's gotta be a couple things that we hold truths. Everybody there's gotta be like in this country, there's gotta be a couple things that people must be like, this person's bad. What would that even be? I don't, I don't know. Like Jesus I, was good. Jesus. Like this person was bad. Like there's gotta be something, something that's held somewhere that everyone knows is the truth. No, <laughs> probably right. There's not. It's hard to say. There's not. We can't even agree that the earth is round. Come on, man. Oh, goddamn flat earthers. <laughs> All we know is that if you're going to slash somebody's tires, you only <laughs> slash three of them. <laughs> Don't slash the fourth one. Yes. Thank you, Katura. <laughs> and I still haven't fact checked that. Nobody slash anybody's tires. <laughs> I still haven't fact checked that, but maybe. Maybe you're right. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's we crazy. can't agree on anything. Nothing. And there should except, be one thing. Actually, there is one thing, I think. The one thing I, I listened to, I heard this the other day. Somebody was talking about, they were talking about, I want to say a synagogue or something. They were talking about uh, their services and they're like, okay, so should we um, stand up during the service? No. Uh, like some people say yes, some people say no. They can't agree on, oh, well, then should we sit down? And then some people would say no. And then some people say, oh, should we kneel? Or some people would say no. And they'd argue about all these things. And they were like, can't we agree on a tradition? And he's like, this is the tradition. The tradition is that we don't agree. <laughs> there the you go. The tradition is that we will argue about it. There you go. Yeah. And I think that's probably the thing that you know, is with all the problems that we have, I think that's one of the things that makes America great is that it was founded on disagreement and it continues to be uh, full of disagreement. And if you don't have diversity of thought and diversity of ideas, then it's not going to be great. Right. If everybody agrees, you can pretty you can be pretty sure that you're wrong. Right. I think. Yeah. a few years ago (laughs) someone asked have you ever seen the earth from space were you up there to see around earth oh no you weren't well then you don't know i've been in an airplane and i flew to i flew to europe and it seemed like rounded you know yeah i imagine (laughs) I, i can't see the rockies from here which with how tall they are, 
Yeah. It feels like I'd be able to see A lot of people didn't know if Christopher Columbus didn't hit North America, he was going to go right off the map. So it's lucky (laughs) he ran into it because there was was nothing there. So Magellan just kind of like went around the edge. (laughs) (laughs) Really did it. Sorry, flat earthers. Yeah. No. Listen, you got to you got to pick something different. Uh, A good one that I've heard is a. Dinosaurs never really existed. And that people have fake fake the bones to make everyone think dinosaurs existed at one point. Cool. And that paleontology is a lie. And I had this guy tell me this once. And it's like, okay, but why? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like money. He's like money, obviously. Uh, I, he didn't say money. He's like, it's just more that they can control your mind if you think uh-huh. dinosaurs are real. And I was like, Well, you know, I mean, if dinosaurs were real or or they were not, I, I don't think it would really affect my daily life. I I just don't did think you that's see, something you need to fake. Did you see the news? Man, it must have been fifteen or twenty years ago now, when they found um they found giants. They found like fossils of giants in Cooperstown. Okay, no, I didn't hear this. Yeah. The, some guy like made like facsimile of like giant bones. Okay. And buried them in Cooperstown and then discovered them. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't understand why you do it. I don't know. But M- money. But he got caught, right? They knew it was fake. They knew. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> they didn't start paleontology. And, you know, and and people aren't archaeologists searching for giant bones now yeah you know it's like there's uh it's just it's all silly it's so funny the could stuff you, could you do. imagine being in like a one of those archaeologists out in the middle east though like look they're actually looking for like the holy grail or they, they got that i don't know there's like a golden chest or something the that, ten commandments yeah like that kind of stuff that they're they're actually looking for they do you think they exist the ten commandments do you think like, okay, so if there was a book wrote, like, let's leave religion out of it. Let's just say that the religion part is silly, if you want to, or it's true. But that book would have to be, there's got to be some truth to the book then, at least. So some of this stuff must exist somewhere. Or sure. do you think it's yeah. all all fictional? In it's the, all, it's oh, all fake. I, like in the Bible? Yeah, like all all the all the events. Like, do you think, like the the flood? No, I think a lot of that. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's um, if you you go back then, and it sounds to me like most most of that stuff, you know, it was written over thousands of years, right? And to have a lot of it was like oral history that then was written later. I mean, stuff about Jesus was written down in like 300 AD. Mm -hmm. The people weren't there, but they were writing down. I I mean, I'm not, I'm not a biblical expert, but you know what I'm saying? Like they were writing down stuff that was through oral history. So like, think about the story of a fish, you know, the fish just gets bigger each time. And so I'm not trying to dispute whether or not any of that stuff. That's not what I, yeah, no, I was just wondering, like, you got to think, 
some of those things must exist for those archaeologists to find, right? Why don't you think like there's yeah, there must have been bases. Something. Yeah, sure. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think so? One of the one of the things because I get bored and watch the History Channel all the time. They were saying like the reason people find fossils of fish so high on mountains is because of the flood. But is that not just the earth pulling, pushing up, do you think? Or do you think, you know, you, you ever heard that? It's like one of the big reasons they say that, I don't know what the flood's called now. I've been to church a well, couple the, times. The, but I don't know. I mean, if you, yeah, it. whether we talk about that or not, I mean, there's historical evidence of, we're again, outside of my uh, expertise, but, you know, mountains are created when faults come together mm -hmm. and push the land up. Yeah. So it could have been way lower back in history. And also the water level is higher. I mean, this used to be covered in water here. Right. Um, in certain areas. And like the Finger Lakes were rivers and then they were rounded off by uh, the glaciers and stuff. So totally. Why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, religion's a tough one. That's a, that's one of, you know how there's like, what's the rules? There's two, is there three things or two things not to talk about uh, at a bar? It's what like it? politics, it's like religion. religion. Maybe there's two. Your mom. Sex, I don't know. Now, now sexual orientation. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys will throw that in there or, you know, I don't know. Who knows? That's politics now though. Let me tell you this story. You're going to love it real quick. Um, so I had these group of, I got in trouble for calling them that. Ladies, women. And I said, hi. Hi, ladies. How you doing? Can I help you anything? They're like, excuse me. <laughs> and that's a true story. <laughs> now, just take this in. When you come to my distillery, it's on a dirt road. There's a, there's a German Shepherd, a mixed, I don't know what dog, a Second Amendment sign, and patches from police and firefighters all over inside. You kind of know what you're getting into is what I'm trying to get at. So I come in, hi ladies, how you doing? And excuse me. And I was like, yeah, they're like, you know, we think the proper term is folks or, or how are you all doing? You know, to, to call us ladies just doesn't seem very respectful. And I was like, all like, the blood. Those, like, I mean, those are the manners we grew up with. Those are the blood. That's the blood. Like, and I'm like, all right. And I just sat there a second. I was like, all right, folks, or all of you, thanks for coming to Barrington Distillers. Have a nice day. You should have seen their face. It was just like, the just so rude. To and it, you know, that's just how we that's how people talk, you know. It, I'm not, I wasn't trying to pick on anyone, I wasn't trying to be rude or mean it in a certain way. Yeah, but if, yeah. if I can't call a group of obvious women ladies or anything, it just feels like, yeah, I don't know. And it's not the type of people I want to serve. And you want to know what the greatest thing about our country is the right to refuse service. <laughs> and so, for all them, those people. I refused service. They left, and I didn't have to deal with uh with that that going on. So what there if, you go. Now what if they it were... was now it's funny when I think about it because 
I was like so mad. But when I sent them out and how mad they were, it was like sweet justice. What like, if they were polite about it? What if they came in there like, hey, would you mind just calling us like folks or something instead of ladies? Yeah, I mean, if you weren't, if they, if they weren't complete, if she wasn't completely rude and didn't yeah. do her. So everyone has that. Yeah. Uh, see you next Tuesday face though. <laughs> everyone has it. And it's like when, when you give me that face, it's like, no. Yeah. Don't care. It seems like, yeah, if, if you have something that you know that you're going to disagree about, the way to convince somebody isn't to be a, a jerk about yeah. it. No, if, if I would have been like, hey, ladies, and then been like, you know, yeah. like, hi. Uh, you yeah. also don't have like, to. Hey, would you mind, you know. But you also don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to, like, try to correct somebody. You don't have to check people all the time. It's not your job, actually. If, it's if not, you don't want to be referred to as something, I understand if it if it bothers you. Yeah, but you also don't have it, to check. But people. if you disagree with somebody about something, yeah, just be polite about it. Yeah, you can say, do that too. "Hey, like, would you mind um, just you know, like, not calling us ladies?" Yeah, because how could you be mad about that? Because right. I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. what do you want to be called?" Yeah, call you whatever you want. Yeah, because yeah. you're never gonna win, right? Somebody over. By telling them that what they think is wrong, especially when you're coming in someone's house, their business, right? Like when you, right. like, yeah, I'm not gonna be like, hey, bitches, you know, or something, you know, it's not like <laughs> something crazy, you know, it's like ladies, like, come on, seriously, it was ladies, it was, it was very, it was just like you were trying to be polite. I was just being like, yeah, and how they, you doing? yeah, and, and they yeah. came back way, way harder than you, you yeah. know, you. If somebody's trying to be polite, you shouldn't attack them over it. Yeah. Even if even if you disagree with how they think. Yeah. Whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. I, you know how many times somebody has said something, done something, uh, made me feel some type of way that I didn't like that I've gone, okay, yeah, I don't care. All right, see you later. Uh, like, or yeah, it's just, it's not in six hours, I promise you, I won't remember it. Like, it's just like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's, there's little you can do and say that would actually offend me mm -hmm. more than like actions you know I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not okay with people beating up on women or people treating children badly you yeah know, there's certain things that like that you know yep. you know maybe then but just because you call me then we're gonna have a problem you know if i'm a guy and you call me a lady you know maybe i'll be like that was pretty dumb like you know, why would you do that you know yeah. it's just like but Screw nothing you. that i would, you yeah. know i i don't know i just don't understand how much energy do you have if you're gonna fight every little thing that bothers you can't dude how do you sleep at night how could you could you so imagine you gotta let it roll off you'd have to be on the internet all night <laughs> like you'd be fighting everybody i don't know how people do it it's exhausting i don't know i don't know i think we're pretty similar with that like just pretty yeah like yeah, whatever just let it roll off like come on yeah besides the one guy on halloween that guy i thought you were gonna punch him he's lucky was that halloween yeah he knows better. Call you Ricky Gervais. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy. I, I saw I saw this anger in you, Phil. I was like, oh no. Like, what I don't know if Phil's ever really Ricky punched Gervais? somebody in the face, but today may be the day somebody's gonna get punched by Listen, Phil. <laughs> don't come up in here, call me Ricky Gervais, all right? Do not. <laughs> He's obviously James Bond. Obviously Bond. Don't profile him because of his hair color. And I all. and somebody just brought that up. Like last week, saying that they thought that that was like a spot-on Halloween costume for James Bond. Yeah, that was a good one. They I loved it. it. Like yeah. they, they like. 
Yeah. And I said, of course, yeah, look in the talks and they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil went as James Bond and I was obviously Clark Kent. Clark so, Kent. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what we do. So <laughs> the secret identity is like the, it's like the back pocket Halloween costume. for. <laughs> oh God. That was so funny. And then there was the guy, did that guy dressed up as, uh, Oh Jesus. Why can't I think of it? Forrest Gump. That was my favorite. That one was a really good costume. He had the long I... hair, the hat. You're like, who's he? Is he like a runner? It's like, no, dude, that's Forrest Gump. Yeah. I don't remember that yeah, one. No, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, don't call Phil Ricky Gervais. That's a moral. What story. I really took exception to, though, was the one guy that was in here the other day. Dave. No, the, the guy that we talk about occasionally that was just somebody that you don't want in your bar. Okay. Yeah. And because he made people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. He came in here again the other day? No. Oh. No, I'm just oh. saying like Oh. That's the kind of thing. You're talking about in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of thing that I really don't like is when people like that come in and make people uncomfortable. Yeah, I and unsafe. There's something to be said about uh going to a restaurant that people feel secure. Yeah. You, you feel pretty secure. At a you should. Uh, you know more than you would the tavern. Like if you go to the tavern, you may do a couple like curls, you know, maybe like I gotta do a couple push ups some sit ups, stretch a little. Just warm up. Yeah. But like you go to you go to a nice sit down restaurant, you do feel secure. Like you think like, oh, this is a very non like it doesn't feel like any violence, right? You know, it's yeah. a nice restaurant. So I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, to feel uncomfortable when someone's acting like that is not good. So. You shouldn't really, I mean, you shouldn't really be made to feel uncomfortable anywhere. But there's certain environments you can expect. Sometimes, in. yeah, like, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But people that do that, I mean, that's just, it's not good. Yeah. Shouldn't do that. No, especially, yeah. No, it's too bad. And you don't want people to feel, uh, to feel that way. Right. So. Yeah. I used to tone it down back in the day. Because people would be like, you know, the way you act. It's like you're like you're like intimidating. You're like very in your face and aggressive, and it's like, oh, I, I don't mean to make pe- make you feel that way. Like I don't I don't want to be that. I'm just having fun, you know. So, and then I had some guy tell me uh, he was actually my psychology professor. He said, "Can we stop worrying about how people feel because of who you are?" Like he said that like, sure. If somebody's intimidated by you, yeah. Is it that you're intimidating or they're intimidated? Right. And it's like, right. You know, and, and, but that's different from what I'm talking. No, about. I know. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it's just, it's just something where he's like, everyone tries to change to make people like, if somebody feels a certain way around you, what, like, what is it really? It's not you like be you be who you are. Unless you're in the, for it, some of goes, you, it, it could be you. He goes, it could be you. <laughs> unless you're an asshole. I'll never, right. I love this. Professor. He's like, <laughs> then you're probably an asshole. Right? Yeah. And he's like, but a lot of times, if somebody feels like, and I think he was probably the first libertarian like person I ever came across because he was more of like, just let everyone be everybody. Like, yeah. If that person being that way makes you uncomfortable, and he brought up like the homophobia, he thought it was so stupid. Right. He's like, why? Why is that a thing? Like, because exactly. if this was going on for year, hundreds of thousands of years, no one would say anything. It'd just be yeah. like a regular day. You wouldn't care. So, if that makes you uncomfortable, it's not them. 
It's you. It's you. Yeah, that's true. You need to find a way to either take yourself out of the situation or find a way to be comforted. And he's like, that doesn't mean you have to jump on board or, you know, even if you don't want to accept it, but it shouldn't bother you. It shouldn't keep you up at night. It shouldn't make you leave a place. And, you know, just that guy, that guy really psychology was one of my favorite, just like being around somebody who thought like that. Yeah. I, I grew up in Dundee and people don't think like that in Dundee. It's like very, and you grew up in a small town like that. I'm oh, yeah. sure it's like everyone's like, this is how you think. This is what we do. And that's it. There's no in between. So, you know, I I don't even remember. Yeah. Like that was a lifetime ago. Right. I've lived more than half my lifetime outside of that now. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. And you've traveled. And I've traveled. traveled. I've been yeah. around the world. And you see what I've learned is that people everywhere are kind of the same and it like the the more you travel the smaller the world is and it's like oh yeah like they they maybe look a little bit different they eat like pickled fish and um it's pretty gross yeah it's like not my it's not my thing (laughs) but uh you know and they speak a language i don't really understand but they really you know at the end of the day we all want the same things everybody just wants to you know be a little bit happier that's it just take care of their family or you know go home at the end of the day and just be able to relax whatever it is i thought you're gonna go deep with that i thought you're gonna go everyone wants to go home and i didn't know where you're gonna go yeah just like no kept it pretty everybody just wants to have like a nice life yeah most people some people like excitement some people but there's like the same kinds of people everywhere you go yeah and i think the hardest part is is the way of thinking though and the way to get there is different well it our idea of a, of having a good day and going home is a lot different than people in Miami you know it's just like i think that's the tough part kind right? of i yeah. mean like we we have different customs but yeah they're i mean it's just good people wanting to do good things and Hey, there's a, I, I, I've always said most of the people in the world are good people, but for, there's a million great people. And then there's probably one really, really bad person. Sure. It's probably you, how it usually goes, you know, like maybe, maybe there's more. Maybe and like a, how they even got bad. Maybe like, there's a hundred thousand good people and there's like one really bad person. I, yeah. I mean, that's the way it feels. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think most people try to do right. But everywhere I've ever been, it's yeah. like it's the same kind of people. They go to their job. They, you know, they do their thing. End of the day, go home, maybe have a beer, maybe not. There's there was some uh, pretty shocking statistics um, where I started thinking maybe my idea of there's a lot of good people and like just a couple bad people might be different. Uh, and it's not something I think we should go on, but. It was how many women have been sexually assaulted. Right. And it was like high. Yeah. And I was like, that's not good. You right. know, so I, I mean, I looked at that and I was like, yeah, maybe not as many people are as good as I thought they were. I yeah. Don't know. And, yeah. And, but the thing on there was like, like, like somebody, you know, they were trying to say like some amount of men. And I was like, no man I know would do it. So right. just to me, like that doesn't seem. Yeah. 
it doesn't seem one is pilot yeah it's like a s- small number of serial offenders doing these things right because yeah. that's all i can because most like i've always thought like every person i've ever met even if i'm like that guy's a douchebag you know it's just like probably on a different day and a different circumstance probably would have thought he was pretty cool yeah maybe yeah and then there's some people that are just you know kind of mean people you know people like newbie that are just mean to you yeah so newbie freaking noob <laughs> and then i read bestiality <laughs> under newbie <laughs> thanks new <laughs> stay away from that one we gotta get newbie back in here yeah we gotta get uh or maybe we'll go down him newbie so listen i um i got a couple fake injuries for you that i need to know if you can fix and these are really just like these might these are just in case injuries i need to know how to fix in case of an apocalypse again <laughs> so i'm gonna need some serious help so Serious. Right. Yeah. So we've already figured out what happens if you got shot in the chest with an arrow. Yeah. Um <laughs> what if what if your arm is trapped under a boulder, newbie? Cut it off with a rock. How long should you wait before you decide to cut it off with a dull pocket knife that you I'd probably just lift the boulder up on my other arm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the rest. Yeah, of you. What's the deal with these people that are like trapped on their boulders yeah. for two weeks? It's like, could, why don't you just lift it up? Lift it up. Like <laughs> you've been, you're not doing it right. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, a couple, like I really need to know how to cut through the bone properly. I, I'm going to need some help from newbie. You got to cut this. the bone. What's this do? Full screen. Cool. Wow. But then we yeah, can't, but now see, we the can't see the comments. Is there a way to bring the comments up? Cam Mike stop cam invite. Damn. No. That would be cool. I like this. This is Marianne's fault, probably. If she was here, she'd know what to do. Yeah. We miss you, Marianne. Yeah. Come back. Come back. Baby, come back. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's about enough for one day. All right. Hey guys. See you later. Everybody, yeah, enjoy. Stay dry. Maybe it's done raining out there, hopefully. Hopefully. Adios. Hasta luego.